Well, good day and welcome to the Life Code. That's Life Points podcast that we're producing every month for you, so you can stay in the loop. Not only with what's happening at LifePoint, but behind the scenes. We want to pull back the curtains and share with you what's happening behind the scenes. Now today, we've got Phil Greenbury, Senior Pastor of LifePoint, and we're going to hover around the idea of culture. What is culture? Why is culture important? What effect does it have? Uh, Now, Phil, you've been doing ministry for 30 years. So you have seen, you've experienced, you have been firsthand in a whole bunch of cultures over a lots of churches, lots of organizations. One of the cultures that I love about you, that you bring to the church stuff here at LifePoint, is your prankster attitude. I mean, even just last night, I've got this big bag that I take home each night, and somehow when I was in a conversation with someone else, you took my bag, you filled it up with boxes of people's credit card things, and I get home and it's like, why is my bag so heavy? I pull it open and there's just boxes you piled in there. But that's the... I mean, you've filled up my two-liter drink bottle when I've almost done it. You put, uh, close my door and turn it on hot so when I get in there, it's like I'm in Saudi Arabia. It's part of who you are. Has it always been part of who you are? Well, AB, first of all, you assumed that it was me. And a good prankster never gives away <laughs> who does it. But yes, it's always been who I am. I believe in having fun in life. I believe in making the best out of a situation. And I really don't want to find in life that I go through life and miss opportunities to make people laugh and make memories and enjoy the journey. And especially on teams, sometimes working in a church on teams, it can be pretty dry, it can be pretty hard when we've got some challenges that we're trying to push through. So it's in those challenges I find by being a prankster, having a good laugh, we make memories that we look back on and it just breaks the whole sense of the tyranny of trying to just push through and make the best of a really difficult situation. Some of the staff that have been there for a while, but they tell of some of the pranks you've pulled over the years. In fact, I heard that once you had like a water pistol fight inside the church. Yes, yes. That was one afternoon, that um, very stressful week. And someone, for some reason, just brought some water pistols. So we all got into it and water pistols went everywhere. Another day, we had one particular staff member who had this couple that he was interviewing. And it was a special interview and he really wanted to look good. At that time, we were actually doing renovations and we had an extra door just uh, was sitting next to his door. So when he was in there with a closed door, we added an extra door to him. When it came to the point of showing out the two people that he's trying to impress, he had another locked door that he somehow had to ring through to reception <laughs> and get past. But we remember that. We laugh about that now. I remember once I was about to get up and preach a sermon and I could not find my notes. And you'd stolen my notes just before I was going to preach a sermon. Like, I was starting to press the panic buttons. So I sincerely appreciate that you create that kind of culture. But why is, for you, church culture generally, why is it so important to you as a senior leader? Culture is just so important because it's who we are. It it comes out of the heart we serve with. I've been in many churches now, so I've walked into those churches. I've really seen what culture's there. And some churches, the culture's really difficult. The culture is really negative, and you feel at the moment you walk in. But I really believe here at LifePoint, we want a culture that's positive, a culture that really believes we've got an amazing God, and we give honour to our God, who we serve, that he can do absolutely anything. So we dream big, we have great dreams, we push through, and we're not afraid to fail. And 
we really believe that our God can do anything. And that's the culture I want to be part of. I want a culture that inspires me. I want to step out in faith and do some stuff that I've never done before. And when God turns up and shows his amazing power, I want to celebrate it with the team and with the church. Have you found, though, over the years that if you don't set culture, if you don't protect culture, if you don't teach culture, if you don't exemplify culture, a culture will be created whether you want it or not. Is, is that your experience in church leadership? There's, there's often things that pop up over your peripheral vision. You think, how do we get that culture? Like, that's not what we're aiming to be. How does it work out for you? I'd be most definitely, if we don't guard culture, if we don't try and continue to lift our culture, it will go to its lowest denominator. And that's really sad. It's sad when you've started something new, you've tried to um, push a new culture, a, a new sense of caring for one another, loving one another, not being critical of others. And then all of a sudden you find people doing it. So you've really got to deal with what we call unculture. Unculture is when someone does something anti to the culture you want. So unculture, if we've got a culture where we don't want to criticise behind people's back, we don't want to put people down behind people's back, when someone does that, we have to go and have a chat to them and say, that's not what we do. We really need you to go and talk to that person, explain what you want to say to them, and let's get rid of this unculture because it's not healthy for anyone. But if we don't deal with it, if we leave it, it will continue to grow and the unculture will override the real culture that we're trying to create. It actually sounds like keeping culture in the direction that you want and the aroma that you want and the feeling that you want, it actually sounds like hard work. It actually sounds like you might have to have a fair few honest conversations on the way as soon as people start trying to maybe bring in their own culture. Because churches, like most organisations, have got lots of leaders, lots of enthusiastic people, lots of passionate people who bring with them their own values and their own ideas. So is culture the kind of thing you can sit up, put your feet up on the table and just relax? Or is it something that you've just got to keep pushing into? Culture is something that you've got to be aware of. You've got to monitor it. And when it doesn't do what you want it to do, when culture starts to change, you have to address it and do something. When I first come to this church, one of the cultures was in a members meeting, it's okay for anyone to get up and have their say and be angry and even um, address people across the meeting and um, say things about them or criticise them. And that wasn't the culture that I really believed was going to build life points. So I had to address that. And the way I addressed that was just telling everyone they spoke to me, they don't speak to anybody else. And I wasn't going to fight their opinion. I thanked them for their opinion because everyone's allowed to have their opinion. And then once I thanked them for the opinion, they just sat down. So straight away, we stopped the culture of being able to fight with one another and address one another in a members meeting. We were able to say, you can have your say, but once you've had your say, that's it. So even after we made that very clear to everybody, there were times when I had to say, well, you've had your say, thank you very much, have a seat. And it didn't take long before people realised that the old culture was gone, we had a new culture, and they really appreciated that because nobody liked getting attacked in a, in a members meeting. So we changed that culture, and even today it's wonderful in our members meeting, and people are free to have their say, but they say it nicely, it's not the time to attack people, it's the time to build up the church. So when you've actually got a unified culture, when you've got a, a passionate group of people heading in the same direction, hold the same values, who try and live and breathe the same... Um, mentality in a church community, 
what effect have you found that has on your effectiveness or uh, the things you're able to do in the community? What's the difference? Yeah. Let me just say, first of all, it's a scriptural principle because where the people dwell together in unity, that's where God commands blessing. And when we're unified on the stuff that are, is really important, how we do life together, because culture is really us at life point doing life together. And we want to do life together and we want to do it well. We want to enjoy one another. We want to understand one another. And in our journey, we want to be there to support each other. So it's really important for us to journey together and in doing that, it just gives us a real sense of power together as a whole group, as we seek God, as we move forward, and a sense of we feel secure because we know how we operate around here and we're gonna extend grace to people, but also we're gonna move forward in power to see what God wants to do. Mm. So we're actually in a, in a series called Culture. We're going through our, our cultural values. Um, we've worked really hard at trying to pull together 10 of them there's so many we could have, but we've just narrowed it down to 10 things that we think is the aroma that we'd love at LifePoint. Is there one in particular that really resonates with who you are, your heart? It's really hard for me to pick one because there's some amazing cultural points. And it's not new stuff, it's what we are. We honour God in His church. We honour one another. We pray bold, faith-filled, expectant prayers. We dream high, dream big, and we're not afraid to fail. But I suppose the one thing I find is grace that when people step out and they try to do something new, they're able to fail as long as they give it a go. And in failing, sometimes that's when God does his greatest work. So I would really have a real passion where we are committed to extending grace. But within that, we encourage people to step up, to do their best, to use their God-given gifts and abilities to impact the, the Sunshine Coast with the gospel of Jesus Christ. But in doing that, that they really know if they make a mistake, if they fail, they're not going to be criticised. They're going to be loved. They're going to be um, a sense of walked with and they can have another go and they will get through at some time. I've experienced that firsthand. I've done some doozies when it comes to failures, but I've been shown grace by yourself and the rest of the staff team and the people that I get to lead. So I appreciate that value. It really makes a difference in your willingness to step out, give stuff a go. Uh, otherwise, you just forget it. Okay? And if I don't win, then I'm, you know, I might get kicked up the, the rear end, but instead, you, grace makes it all the difference. Let me ask you one more question. Is there a cultural value right now that, you don't think is quite us, but you'd love it to be us. We're working toward it. It's one of our cultural values, but it's the now and not yet. Yes, I've had to think about this one for a bit, but I'd, I'd say it's our cultural value about praying bold, faith-filled, expectant prayers. We have a number of people who pray, and I know people are committed to prayer and committed to the personal prayer, but I'd really love to see us as a church because I really believe when the church comes together, we pray together and lean into God and pray incredible expectant prayers that God answers them because he's a God that wants to prove that he's the one that does the amazing thing. So I really want to see our church coming together, praying more, leaning into God more and praying some amazing prayers that if God doesn't turn up, well, there's no way that we can pull them off. And to see God's hand and his blessing, the way he's going to lead us through this. So it's already started with our prayer meetings the, the other Tuesday night. And I'm looking forward to more of those happening as we're seeing the spirit of God taking us to places we've never been before. 
and to really take us into the presence of Almighty God. Well, thanks, Phil, and thank you for joining us today on our um, The Life Code for LifePoint. It's been great having you, and we can't wait to see you again next time as we have some more subjects behind the scenes here at LifePoint and beyond. I'm gonna let you go.